0: It is done. I was telling them before that God on the way to church today gave me simply in the car driving here. Because he didn't speak to me last night and didn't give me a message. And you know preachers you want to be prepared. Sometimes God does it purposefully. Because he doesn't want you to contrive a message on your own. He wants you to deliver what he said not what feels good not what will make the people happy but he wants you to deliver what he said and in our walk in this Christian walk we are challenged but God gives us vision he gives us prophetic heads up to what's supposed to be happening what's going to come to pass somebody say prophecy prophecy he gives us prophetic utterance that gives us a heads up to what he has in store for us amen for what he has in store for us and that is important for every one of us to keep that vision hold on to that vision and not let it go Because there's going to be a trial called life that will challenge the prophecy that God has promised. There will be, you know, from the time you receive the promise to the time of the, from the time you see the prophecy until the time of the promise, there's a process. And the process, if you're not careful, if you're not careful, the process will have you second guess the promise so you've got to rehearse the prophetic word consistently and you've got to speak to the problems and let the problems know it's already done you should have you messed with me when I was wa- wavering in my faith. You should have messed with me when I was a little confused. But now I know it's already done. And the reason why the attack comes for us to let go of the promise is because the enemy knows that we're close. The enemy knows that we're close. Hallelujah. Because if we've been walking by faith, we haven't been paying attention to what we see. We've been paying attention to what he said. And this is for those who may have wandered along the way, may have lost focus along the way. This is for those who may have gotten off balance along the way. Get that balance back. Grab a hold of that prophetic word that was spoken to you and hold on to it and don't vacillate, don't vary, don't change. I'm talking to everybody in here and watching my live stream. I want you to know that it is done it is done your family, your children, your finances, your job it is done, your health, your mind, your peace, your emotions it is done, your relationships, it is done God has already accomplished it and you are on your way to it if you haven't gotten to it by now somebody say I'm on my way it, it is done. The Bible says in Matthew 21, Bible says Matthew 21, verse 18. It simply says this now in the morning, as he returned unto the city, Jesus hungered. And when he saw a fig tree in the way, he came to it and found nothing thereon. he Only found leaves. And he said unto it, Let no fruit grow on thee henceforward forever. And immediately the fig tree withered away at the power of the word of God. Come on. Hallelujah. Come on. Withered away. Move on to the next verse. Glory to God. And Jesus answered and said unto them, verily I say unto you, if you have faith. No, go back. Go back to 20. Go back to 20 and when the disciples saw it they marveled saying look how soon the fig tree withered away at the word of God and Jesus answered and said unto them verily I say unto you if you have faith somebody holler faith if you have faith and doubt not you shall not only do this which was done to the fig tree, but also if you say unto a mountain, if you say unto this mountain that the fig tree's on, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, it shall be done. And all things, somebody say everything, Somebody say everything and all things whatsoever you shall ask in prayer, believing, ye shall receive. Somebody say it's done. And and I want you to understand, I want you to understand that these examples are given for our learning. These scriptures are given for us to increase in our belief and our faith. These accounts are chronicled so that we can lean back on them and know that this God is still faithful. For Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He doesn't change. He doesn't change. He does not change. Hallelujah. And what he did then, he does now. What he said then, he is still able to perform now. Amen. Amen and we get lost along the way. We get lost along the way. We allow time to cause our faith to become unstable. We allow time to cause us to start to vacillate and waver because it didn't happen when we thought it would happen, how we thought it would happen. The way that we thought that it should happen, we start to become a little weary. And we don't have the same enthusiasm and excitement over the initial prophecy because of time. Because of time. But God does things afar off. God does things purposely involving time. God will show you a vision and speak a word prophetically unto you. And he will cause your heart to soar and he'll cause your spirits to lift and you'll cause your expectation to rise. And then he says, process. From prophecy to promise, there's a process. He will show you beforehand who you are, what you will be, what you are to do, what's in store for you, and he will cause your expectation to be wedded. He will cause your expectations to grow. He will cause you to be excited over your future, but you forget that you're in your present. And in order to get to your future, you've got to walk through the process. (laughs) Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I know it's kind of disappointing if you are just fanciful. There's a difference between fantasy and faith. Fantasy believes that bling, you twitch twitch your nose or you blink your eyes and all of a sudden these things happen. Oh, but we're not in the land of fantasy. We are the just that live by faith. We are the just that live by faith. And when God says something, there's no need for immediacy. God wants his children to know what's going to happen before time. So that you can hold on in time. So you can get to it on time. Hallelujah. Am I talking to anybody? Let your faith rise up in your soul. Let your faith rise up in your soul. Don't you give up, don't you get weary, don't you let go, believe again, hold on, get focused and get ready because it's already done. It's already done. The Bible says in the book of Numbers 23 verse 19, it says God is not a man, he's not a human carnal man. He's not a faulted, fallible man. He's not a limited man. He's not a finite man. God is not a man that he would ever tell an untruth because God does, He can't lie. He is truth. He is truth. He cannot lie. Everything that he says is true. Everything that he says comes to pass. There is no variance in him. There's no changing in him. He is truth. That doesn't just tell the truth. He is truth. God is not man who is prone to deceit. God is not man who will concoct a tale to get out of a trouble. God is not a man who will promise something that he cannot do. Uh, Are y'all with me? For when God makes a promise... It's a promise that he's already finished. By the time he brings it to you, it's already finished. He will never tell you anything in its process. He will make it come to your knowledge after he's finished constructing it. And he puts it in place in time. He puts it in place in the timeline of your life. And if you, in order to get to it, you got to keep on walking. In order to get to it, you got to keep on moving forward. It is set up strategically and it will not come to you. You must walk by faith to get to it. It will happen, but it will only happen when you get to it. God is not a man. He's not fallible. He's not finite. He is not man that he should lie. Neither is he the son of a man that's limited in resources that can promise you something but have to come back and repent because he couldn't do it. Neither is the son of man that he should repent to you because he couldn't accomplish it. Here's the sobriety of it. Hath God said it? Now that is the question. Hath God said it? That's what you got to weigh out through the Holy Ghost. And that's what you got to weigh out through the scriptures. Has God really said it? Not your feelings. Not what you want. You cannot superimpose upon God what you desire. It is has God said it? I feel like preaching. Have God, have God, did God, did God really say it? Because if God really said it, He's obligated to it. His word will not come back to Him empty. His word will not bounce off of you and come back to Him without being accomplished. Everything that God spoke is done. It is done somebody say it is done he is not going to ever have to repent the sobriety says hath God said it and if God said it if God said it shall he not also do it in other words what's wrong with your mind When did you start to doubt God? When did you start to marginalize the power of God? If God said it, won't he do it? I don't hear nobody, won't he do it? If God said it, will he not also do it? If God spoke it, if he uttered it, if he oathed, if he pledged, if he spoke this thing, What makes you think he's going to rest without making it good? If God spoke it, shall he not also make it good? Every promise, every promise of God in him is yea, and in him, amen. Let me break. every promise that God has made is yes it shall be done yea is the affirmation amen is so it is and so it shall be God God is saying If I promised you it's a done deal yes so it is so it shall be it was already done when I promised and it still stands in the present and it's gonna be yes in your future it shall be exactly as God said it somebody say it is done Somebody put a praise on that now. Uh, Yeah, this, this, this is sunk into somebody's heart right now. Somebody needed this refreshing. It is already done. Already, 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 already. Already. already done you, you, you better take heart It's already done but, but, but I've been heard this for years I don't care how long you've had to wait You gotta wait believing It's already done But it's been years And that's what God planned Years before you got to it But when you get to it It's already done He doesn't have to make it up as you go It's already made waiting on you you slow yourself up with your doubt. We slow ourselves up with our doubt. Because of time. We doubt because of time. All about shit. Doubt because of time. And the longer you doubt, the longer you got to stay waiting. Because God's not going to bring you to it until you believe. He will not reward doubt with the promise. God will not reward doubt by giving you the promise. Only faith brings you to the promise. Faith brings you to the promise. You must believe Jesus said that if you believe, you'll do the same thing with this mountain that was done to the fig tree. If you do not doubt in your heart, you've got to have a divine belief system that is not affected or infected by society. You cannot let chronology stop your belief system. You cannot let moments and seconds and minutes and hours and days and weeks and months and years and and decades and scores stop your belief system. Because God made Abraham a promise when Abraham was 74. Abraham was 74 and his wife was 64. And God made Abraham a promise. These two who were infertile, These two that could not bear and bring forth. Abraham married a woman who was barren, Sarai. And the promise came to him at 74 years old. Leave your mother and father's house. You've been there too long. Leave your mother and father's house and go to a place where I will show you. I'm not telling you I'm going to show you as you walk. Y'all not getting this. I'm not, not going to tell you where it is. I'm going to show you as you step out in faith. As you step out in faith, I'll guide your steps and I'll take you to a place called promise. Y'all don't hear me. I prophesy in your present to take you to a place called promise. And Abraham believed God. it was accounted unto him as righteousness because he dared to believe God do I have any Abrahams in this room that believe God and even in his 74th year he steps out not considering himself too old because you're never too old for the promise who am I talking to? See a lot of you are giving up on what God showed you because of your time and because of your age but let me tell you something no matter how many years go by God will strengthen you again for what he promised. God will give you renewed strength for what he promised. If I can get some older people to put a praise on that. the time is running up. If God promised you it doesn't matter. Nothing else matters but the promise. And then he said "And I will make your seed like the stars in the heaven. So shall your seed be. Like the sands on the sea, so shall your seed be. But wait a minute, my woman can't bring forth. (laughs) With man it's impossible. But with God, I'm a preacher somebody catches this but with how can God use a broken woman how can God use a broken woman God is the God of life and God will wash away the brokenness and give new life and make it look like the sin never happened he will give you a promise when you deserve punishment. Am I talking to anybody? The promise of God is greater than time, it's greater than your struggle. And Abraham had to wait. 25 years 25 years sits with God at 99 his wife is 89 God says Abe I made you a promise that your seed would be like the sands of the sea like the stars in the sky can you count the stars That's how many children you're going to have. Y'all don't hear me. Your lineage will go on throughout time. There will be an endless lineage to the Abrahamic promise that goes past Hebrew into Gentile. And through Jesus Christ we are made heirs of Abraham. We've got the promise of Abraham. We are Abraham's seed. Somebody give God praise here. I'm 99. My wife is 89. Your wife gonna have a child. Sarah here isn't while she's cooking. I'm 89. I'm gonna have a child. I don't know if there's anybody 89 in this room, but I'm gonna have a child. And she started laughing. She said, You're gonna wait till Abraham is dead, meaning he can't produce. And you're gonna wait till I'm dead, because I ain't got another egg in me. You're going to wait until this late. But God is not bound by time. The vision is for an appointed time. There's a time appointed that will blow your mind. Sarah. She brings the food out. God is sitting wrapped up in flesh he had to wrap himself up in flesh and he said why did you laugh girl God said to Sarah why did you laugh she said I didn't laugh he said yes you did laugh I heard you laughing you can't lie to God I heard you laughing and because you laughed that's what your son name gonna be Isaac means laughter it means that you mocked me it means that you didn't believe me but I will bring forth my word to perform it I'm talking to you all God will bring forth his word in your life to perform it that's only a few people God will bring forth his word to perform it In other words, he's not talking just to talk. He's talking to do. He's talking to do. Abraham. He said, in a time of birthing, from this day, you will have a child. Something happened. When Abraham looked at Sarah, something happened. When Sarah looked at Abraham, something happened. I ain't going no further. Something happened. And then nine months later, at 90 years old, At 100 years old, they have the child of promise. Not the child of the flesh, the child of promise. When you do it God's way, it's a promise. I got to stop real soon. Don't try to do it your way. Whatever God said, let that be because if you do it according to his way you will receive the promise well (laughs) well Kenny don't go far well promise you're raising the promise then about a, a, almost a decade after you get the promise there's a challenge Abraham take thy son thine only son offer him as a sacrifice to me that means slay him that means kill him but Abraham was a different breed because he remembered God promised no matter what you suffer you got to remember God promised no matter the sacrifice you got to remember God promised no matter what you got to give up you got to remember God promised And God's never going to take back the promise. Abraham realized that God will never take back what he promised me. So if he calls me to sacrifice it, he's going to raise it back up again. Because his word is on the promise. Am I hearing anybody here? So Abraham says, Isaac, come on, boy takes his servants and he goes to the, to the mountain and then he prophesies his faith he says you, you servants stay here while me and the boy go up to worship and stay here until I am the lad return back to you but wait a minute God said take him up and kill him I know but I believe God he didn't give me a promise for it to die Am I talking to anybody here? He didn't give me a promise for it to die. So if God demands this of me, he's obligated to raise it back up because this is the promise that he made to me. Stay here until I and the lad return. Till I and the lad return. In the book of Hebrews, the writer of Hebrews said that Abraham believed God. Go to sacrifice his son and believed that if he sacrificed him that God would raise him up. <sharp> takes Isaac up to the mountain. I'm almost finished, Kenny, hold on. Takes God up to the mountain. Take, takes Isaac up to the mountain and, and Isaac sees the wood for the offering. Isaac sees the torch. Gets up there and they build the altar. He and the lad build an altar. Isaac being astute, he made a notice. Dad, I notice the wood and I notice the flame. I notice the altar. But I can't really make note of the sacrifice. An Abraham believing God. Do I have an Abraham in the room? An Abraham believing God. Do I have an Abraham online? And the Abraham believing God tells his son Isaac, God will provide himself a lamb that was not just prophetic for Isaac but that was prophetic for the Jesus to come God provide himself a lamp God made himself that was symbolic to the Christ that was to come God will provide himself a lamp la lays the boy ties his hand ties his feet lays the boy on the altar covers the boy's eyes and takes his dagger out he's going to slay him and then he's going to burn him takes the dagger out and in his downward thrust the angel says stay thy hand God took him to the limit to prove his faith some of you are at your limit to prove your faith. Who am I talking to? My time is up, huh? God will take you to your limit to show you that if you believe, there's a miracle on the other side. Hallelujah. Give me six more minutes. He says, Now God sees the angel says now God sees Jehovah Jireh the God who sees Jehovah Jireh doesn't mean the God who provides it means the God who sees and in what he sees comes the provision when he sees your faith he supplies He already has the supply. But he's holding it for your faith. Until your faith unlocks it, he holds on to it. But when your faith unlocks it, he already has the supply. He doesn't have to make it. It's already done. I will end with this. The word provision. Jehovah Jireh, God will provide. The God that provides provision, provision. Provision is not just giving you what you need. The word provision, I told them in another service, I told them the word provision comes from the Latin word provisio, providere, providere. I'm sorry, providere. Providere is the word provision in the Latin. Providere, provisio. That means to foresee and supply. I want you to make that, make note of this. To foresee and supply. So God says, now I see, boy. I saw your faith already, but you need to know what your faith just did for you. Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Sees. And he supplies. He must see your faith first. For without faith, it's impossible. Are you hearing me? Faith is the substance. Faith brings about the substance of things you're expecting. Hope for in the King James English. Hope for in the 16th century, 17th century vernacular. Hope meant expect. It didn't mean cross your fingers and wish for the best. Hope means I expect it. My hope is built. My hope is built on nothing less. My expectation. Faith brings about the substance of the things that you've been expecting. Your faith in God and his credibility brings about the substance of the thing that you've been expecting. And it brings out of the invisible world the evidence of the thing that he promised that you could not see. It did not mean that it's not there. It just meant that you hadn't gotten to it yet and you could not see it. If you tell me that Macy's is in the, is, 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 is in the Roosevelt Field Mall, I, I don't see it, but I believe it because you told me. And if I keep on going, it will become evident when I get to it, even though I couldn't see it when you told me. I'm trying to make it simple. Faith gives you the assurance of the thing that was promised that you cannot see it, that it's waiting for you. It is done. That, this is what God instructed me to tell you this morning at 8 o'clock on the way to church. That it's already He gave me a song, not even knowing what the song was going to be for, but it was in preparation for the service. Hallelujah. 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 It is done. Hallelujah. 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 My family will be saved. It's already done. I said it's already done. You, got it. you should have put a praise on that if you, if you got unsaved loved ones. If you got unsaved loved ones, you should have put a praise on that. It's done. It's done. You can look at them when you come home. You can call them up. You can text them say, you keep on running, but it's already done. God already told me it's already done. You will bow your knee to Jesus Christ. He will be your Lord. No matter what route He's got to take you to get you to bow, you will bow because I done put a prayer on it and God put a promise to it. It is done. I done put a prayer on it and God put a promise to it. You can look at your financial situations. That you've been struggling with. On your process to your promise there were many problems. Poverty is one of the problems on the process to your promise. Some of us have been dealing with poverty and dealing with insufficient resources and finances and it kind of takes the wind out of your sails. But grab a hold of that promise again. Grab a hold of that promise again. Grab a hold to it. Because if you grab a hold of that promise, he'll walk you through your problem and he'll provide in the problem before you get to the promise. He's got provision if you've got provision. I told them in the other service, you need provision to get provision. You need provision to get provision. Provision, meaning positive, pro, positive, vision, sight. You need positive sight in order to get the provision of God. You need to look at your situations with a positivity that God has already got this covered. I done suffered long enough. God has already got this covered. My vision is positive, pro Vision for the provision, foresee for the supply. Am I making sense to anybody? To those of you that have been in the middle of your struggle, let me tell you something. The struggle is to make you strong. It's not to wear you down. It's to make you strong. Let these things that you've been dealing with in the interim, while you've been waiting on the promise let these things push you forward not hold you back exercise your faith in these small skirmishes, and when you come to this problem exercise your faith develop more muscle to come to this problem exercise your faith but you're on your way to your promise I told them in the other service back here is the place that the prophecy came You received the prophetic word that God was going to make you great, God was going to supply the need, God was going to save your family, God was going to establish you in this world and in ministry, God was going to heal your brokenness, that God was going to reverse curses, God was going to start blessings to flow from you. You received all of that in a place of surrender to God and it thrilled your heart. It thrilled your heart to hear the prophecy. They prophesied to me. They told me this. God showed me this. And the prophetic word inspired you. And told you that there's a promise. He made a promise. But what he didn't tell you is from the place of the prophecy to the place of the promise is a process. Oh, don't 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 clap because I'm clever in what I'm saying. Don't clap because I'm clever in this. I want you to understand this. And when he prophesies and shows you who you will be and what you will accomplish and what is in store for you in your future and your destiny, does you like Abraham? Step out, and I'll show you as you go. The promise is not going to come to you. Your faith is going to lead you to the promise. and pay attention to me because in the process from prophecy to promise there are problems meant to deter you meant to strengthen you meant to fatigue you meant to increase your faith meant to frustrate you meant to give you confidence to deplete you but for God to give you sustenance throughout this process he's got people set up he's got a widow ready to take care of you y'all don't hear what I'm saying he's got a raven ready to bring you food in the process y'all don't hear what I'm saying he's got a cornmeal and oil in the process y'all not hear me he's got all these things set up for you To make sure that in the process, you have strength. And it's going to keep on. It will never cease until you get to your promise. And then when you get to your promise, everything that he's ever said comes into fruition. Y'all too low over here. I'll stick with this. Comes into fruition. I've taken that journey. I've taken that journey. The only problem is from the prophecy to the promise during the process. You let things that look like the promise deter you. And the promise is not going to come over to here. This is counterfeit. And if I get stuck here because I didn't obey God and stay on the path. I got to get right back on track. But the good thing about God is I don't have to start at the back of the line. Where I deterred, He puts me right back in place. And I continue on. But I learned that I will not let anything else counterfeit distract me. For there's only one promise. There's only one promise. There's only one promise. people and false prophets standing on the peripheral come in and sit with me God said no don't turn to the left nor the right go straight ahead and you'll have false prophets prophesying wrong things to get you off course but I got to turn my ears aside I got to put my face like flint and thus said the Lord he already said I don't need that thus said I he already told me I don't need that I know what he said I know what he said I see God doing this for you. He already told. So I got to silence every voice in order to get to the place of promise. Beware of whisperers. Beware of those who see you in your process and begin to whisper the wrong thing in your ear. Everybody's not happy about where you're going. Everybody don't think you deserve what God's got in store for you. But the power of provision, the power of positive vision, the power of faith in God will make it come to pass. Everyone standing after God. Everyone's saying, I gotta close. I wish that I could have given you something a little more profound but God doesn't need my profundity God doesn't need my profundity God wants that word to come across to those who will believe and this is being spoken to you because some of you are at your point of promise you've held on a long time and God said speak a word to them and let them know they're about to come into the fruition of what he said there are a lot of you that God has taken out of some serious situations there are a lot of you that God has taken out of serious situations And he has set aside a promise for you that will totally cause you to rejoice in the fact that you found salvation when you did. Beloved, you will come back and testify. You will come back and testify that God sent this word for you today. To every believer raise your hands both hands to God as we close both hands both hands up to the Lord Father with our hands lifted up to you we thank you for the promise of prohibition I pray against poverty and I pray against everything that has attacked us assaulted us and I pray Lord God that the faith of the people would not fail You told Simon Peter that Satan has come to sift you as wheat. Satan has desired and asked that he can sift us as wheat, destroy us. But Jesus said, I have prayed for you that in your process your faith does not fail. Let it be so according to your will, O great God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you for the prophecy thank you for the promise but greater thank you for the process for it's in the process that we saw you work. It's the process we learned who you are. It's in the process that we gained faith. Let the testimonies come back about the provisions. Let the testimonies return about how God showed favor because he saw our faith. And in the name of Jesus Christ, it is so. I pronounce it upon the people of God in house and online. I pronounce this benediction upon them in Jesus' name and the testimonies will return. In the holy matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I in total confidence, I in total confidence look forward to the testimonies returning testimonies of the provision of God in the great and mighty matchless faultless flawless name of Jesus Christ everyone put a praise on it here. is that a praise or is that an applause put a praise on it room today that says hey Pastor Donnie honestly I I believe God I believe him and I want to give my life to him I'm tired of living in this same sinful situation I'm tired of the redundancy I'm tired of the redundancy I'm tired of going back to the same old junk man I'm tired of this there's got to be more to my life than this repetitious sin repetitive sin if there's anybody that says I'm just at the point where I've got to make a change in my life. I've got to make a change in my life. If it's in-house or online, I don't care. But everyone that says, Pastor, today I want to give my life to Jesus and I want to receive his love. And I want new life. At the count of three, I want you to raise your hand. And don't be afraid. Nobody has a heaven or a hell to put you in. At the count of three, if you want to make a change and accept the love of Jesus Christ, Raise that hand. One, two, three. Raise that hand. Raise that hand. Raise that hand. Is there one? Is there one? And for anyone that's raised your hand or anyone who's conceded that you need to give God your life that's watching online, my beloved, he loves you. He loves you with an everlasting love. So I want everyone to raise your hands and we're going to pray together along with those online who want to give their lives to the Lord. And everyone say, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, Thank you for looking for me, for finding me. Thank you for salvation. Today, I surrender and I fall into your arms of love. You love me, thank you. Forgive my sin, wash me clean. Take away my iniquity purge and purify me I surrender today I accept you as my savior thank you today by your grace through my faith my sins are washed away thank you Jesus today by your grace through my faith I am no longer bound I am free Thank you, Jesus. Today, by your grace, through my faith, I am saved. I am born again. I am a child of God. Now, somebody praise God for those that prayed that prayer thing faith. Come on, beloved. Celebrate, celebrate. Now, to every one of you that are watching that prayed that prayer, there are four words on your screen right now. Four words. I prayed that prayer. I prayed that prayer. No emoji, no special anything. Just four simple words spelt exactly as you see it. I prayed that prayer. And when you type those words in on Facebook, when you type those words in It will send an alert, a digital alert to us and we'll be able to gather your name and get in contact with you. And we will develop a relationship. To our satellite membership, we're about to start a Zoom meeting that's gonna bring in every one of our satellite Perfecting Faith Church members from around the world on a Zoom meeting. So that I can speak to you personally so that I can have a one-on-thousand meeting with you so that we can develop a connectivity. So prepare yourself. In the next two weeks, you'll be hearing about when the Zoom meeting is going to be. It will be only for you, not your friends. It's only for those satellite members of Perfecting Faith Church in this country of America and around the world. And we will sit and we will learn each other it is a wonderful thing modern technology and I want to thank God for every one of these cameramen every one of these cameramen for everyone in broadcast sound I want to thank God for everything that affords us to be able to bring this to you this is a serious thing I take it seriously I take this so seriously these cameras are more vital than they've ever been In the history of the church so to God be the glory we will let you know when that zoom meeting is going to be and for anyone that wants to be a satellite member you go to our website if you know that the Lord is leading you go to our website perfectingfaithchurch.com if you go there you'll be able to find the link that will allow you to become an e-member a satellite member if the Lord leads you and if you don't belong to another church amen Don't do it just for the novelty. If you've got another church that you belong to, be faithful to where God's put you. for those who've lost their pastors in this pandemic and have not been able to go into the churches, or for those of you that have never had a church, or for those of you that the Lord is leading here, become a member today. After all, you belong here. You belong right here. Amen. From Perfecting Faith Church, where ministry means people,